right, all right. Join the Journey family, friends, and guests. You're listening to Join the Journey podcast with your host, Emma Daughter. Thanks for joining and Happy New Year. We are kicking off 2024 with another year of Join the Journey. And this month, we are reading the book of Proverbs. And I am here with today's Devo writer, Blake Holmes. Hey, friends. How are we doing? Blake, it is so good to have you here. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. You know, speaking of the new year. Yes. This is the season when everybody's got new resolutions. Yes. But I want to know is how did last year's New Year's resolutions Oh, you're asking you? about last year. Yeah, last year, 2023. Okay. How, how'd we do? All right. That's a fair question. So maybe for the first time in a long time, actually completed my New Year's resolution. It's, I'm very I'm, proud, it, and I love the fact that you asked me that question. I actually did it. I actually did it this year. What Maybe the for the resolution? first time ever. You know, I'm the guy who says something, <laughs> promises big, January, February. It gets cold. I get tired, you know, and then I'm out. And uh, then I forget even what my resolution was. But this last year, yes, What I was finished. it? What was the resolution? Oh, you're going to make me tell you. Uh-huh. I'll tell mine if you, tell, if you share yours. All right, all right. So, this is going to sound a little nerdy, Emma, but I'm going to tell on myself. Uh-huh. I felt like I needed to go back to the classics. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know the books you're supposed to read in high school, but you never did? <laughs> yes, I, you, I you, do know. You just read, you know, the Cliff, Spark Ur- notes, Cliff, Cliff notes. notes. Yes, yeah. exactly. Lit charts, all those things. Yes, so I picked a classic a month, and I read 12 classics. Favorite classic? Um, or, or a standout? Actually, Jane Eyre. But, really? you know, I had never read Jane Eyre. And so I was, I feel like I was not an educated man until I actually read that book. Maybe I'm not an educated woman. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, you need, okay, uh, that was a standout. And believe it or not, Frankenstein. Oh, Frankenstein. Was that October? I, I had like, I should have. I had like three people tell me, well, if you're going to do that, you should read Frankenstein. I'm like, so Frankenstein, random. I have no desire to read that. Yeah. But it actually has a lot to say. We could do a whole podcast on Frankenstein and belonging and how God created us. I love it. Well, Blake, my New Year's resolution last year was uh, to not eat McDonald's. And I made it about four months. Emma. <laughs> I know like, can we make it a resolution of like <laughs> to not eat McDonald's and for the rest of our life and that be easy? Yeah, I, I mean, come on. That's a little known fact about me is that I love McDonald's. You do love and McDonald's? It's kind of embarrassing, but I'm I'm unashamed. What what do you what do you order at McDonald's? A cheeseburger with cheese and ketchup only and a medium fry with ketchup. Like a, a child's meal, really, is what that is. <laughs> do you get the toy with it? The happy no, meal? no, no. Do they still do Happy Meals? They do. Yeah, but I don't get that because the fries that come with that are like, it's two bites of French fries. It's so, so tiny. Emma, I'm going to help you. You, right. you obviously have no friends and <laughs> oh I'm going to I'm gonna help you because friends don't let friends eat at McDonald's. I hope we don't have people who are at McDonald's right now listening to this. I, I or... hope they are and I hope they're having a great time. Right, right. Actually, I love McDonald's. I love all the people that work at McDonald's. Well done. Well done. <laughs> Well, hey, we only have a few minutes, and we've got to get to Proverbs. We just wasted time talking about McDonald's. (laughs) So, Blake, hey, that's what the fools do. Okay, all right, here we go. Uh, Proverbs, Proverbs. don't let your friend eat at McDonald's. Yeah, Proverbs number one. All right. Uh, Hey, would you just set up the book for us? Sure. What are we looking at? All right, well, Proverbs is one of five um, poetical books found right in the middle of your Bible. So you have Song of Solomon, you have... Ecclesiastes, Psalms, 
um, Job, and Proverbs. And Proverbs is largely written by Solomon. And one of the reasons why I love this, because I'm a dad of four kids. Mm -hmm. And this is a dad's just pleading with his kids. Like, hey, listen to me. Like, I'm begging you. Don't make the mistakes I made. Like, I, learn I'm from calling, me. Learn from me. I'm begging you. I'm begging you. There's, there's temptation out in the world. Don't fall for it. I want what is best for you. I have your best interest in mind. And it's just a, it's a father pleading with his kids going, hey, make wise choices. You know, it's important to point out, though, um, Proverbs, they're not promises. They're, they're principles. They are principles by which we are to live. When you read this, it's just the, the cry of a father to his child um, to make wise choices so he won't suffer the consequences of poor choices. So life's all about, hey, making the choices that we make, who we choose to spend time with, how we choose to spend our money, the way we speak, how we battle temptation, the way we date. It's it's all right there in Proverbs. Mm, I love it, Blake. Well, today we read Proverbs 1. For those who are new to Join the Journey, you can find the reading plan at jointhejourney.com. But Blake, when it comes to Proverbs 1 specifically, what stood out to you? Um, Proverbs 1, verse 7 is the verse that stands out to me. And actually, it's the verse that's the foundation for the whole book. It says, The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. Fools despise wisdom and instruction. And the reason why this stands out is because this is the theme of the book. It could actually even be a theme you could trace from Genesis to Revelation. Mm. And because what it says is the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. I mean, think about that promise. I think when we think of fear... We may not understand what that means, but essentially is we got to get the God question right. Do you know who God is for how he has revealed himself? Not what you think in your mind or what other people tell you, but do you know him as holy and how he has revealed himself? That is the beginning of knowledge or the beginning of wisdom. Um, if you want to live life in a way that honors God and fulfills all that he has created you to be. You've got to first know God. And that is that those who understand that they are the wise. But you obviously see that there are people the Bible refers to as fools who despise the Lord's will for them and don't seriously consider what his word has to mm -hmm. say. That's good. So what other, I know you've got, I'm looking at your Bible. You've got some pages marked. I do. What else do you have for us? All right. Well, it's just so important. I'm going to, can I, can I jump from Proverbs real quickly? Oh, please do. All right. So I just think it's important to recognize that um, Colossians and well, throughout scripture, it's so important to think about how you think, to think about how you make decisions, the grid by which you make decisions. Um, where you go to for information, who your authority is, what you trust in is reliable. And so you have in Colossians 2, see to it that no one takes you captive by philosophy and empty deceit, according to human tradition, according to the elemental spirits of the world, and not according to Christ. You have Colossians 3, 16, let the word of Christ dwell in you richly, teaching and admonishing one another in all wisdom, singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs with thankfulness in your hearts to God. Just the point being is that um, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge that if we, if we want to understand God's truth and we understand that truth starts with God, 
because Jesus says, I am the way and the truth and the life, and no one comes to Father except through him. He's He is the truth. He is the way. That how we think um, and how we, where we go to for information is essential. And it starts with, do we know who God is and how he has revealed himself? And which is Proverbs 1, 7. So it requires us to know his word and to study it and to apply ourselves to it. Blake, let me, let me ask you this. On a personal application level, when is it most challenging for you to remember Proverbs 1-7? So that's a really good question. Um, I think like everybody else, when my expectation for how life is going to work out mm-hmm. um, is not met, so something is lost, tragedy, um, things don't go according to plan— I then have a choice. Hey, I'm going to trust that God does have my best interest in mind. He's writing my story. He's providentially at work in my life. Or am I going to take matters in my own hands, trust myself, deny him, listen to my flesh, follow the ways of the world? So I'm most tempted when there's tragedy or loss or I don't understand what's going on. It's the same age-old question, you know, hey, where is God mm-hmm. in the in the face of evil? And we have to remind ourselves that God has answered that question. And that's a podcast for another time. But ultimately, sure. through the person of Jesus Christ, his death, burial, and resurrection. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, Blake. As we wrap up, we've got about, what, 90 seconds left. Oh, man. We haven't have even I know. got so into this. We're, we're about to read the book of Proverbs as a church. Yes. What do we have to look forward to? Okay. Well, Proverbs, it, it like I said, it touches on all the major decisions of life. From how you spend your money, how you raise your kids, how you make decisions, the way in which you speak to people, your work ethic. Mm-hmm. It talks about the sluggard. It talks about the discipline. It talks about the fool. It talks about the wise. It talks about the naive. It talks about how you battle temptation. There is so much here for you. And it's fun because there are little riddles in so many ways. Sure. Right? I mean, uh, Proverbs 14, 4, where there are no oxen, the manger is clean, but abundant crops come by the strength of the ox. That's just simply saying that progress and productivity is messy. Mm-hmm. It's it's when you're working hard and you're making progress, it, you're going to create a mess, mm-hmm. but it's worth it in the end. And so there's just it's it's really fun to read these and to think about, hey, where have you seen that true in your life? And where um, to challenge your kids? Maybe if you're listening to this right now on your way to school, right? Just to sit there and to think about, hey, what does that mean? And mm-hmm. where have I seen that for parents to discuss these things with their kids? good, Blake. Any last thoughts? Do you feel you feel good? We'll have to have you back. Hey, I'll just say for all the middle school boys out there, oh, yeah. dads and moms, if you don't know where to go, just go to Proverbs 26, 11, like a dog that returns to its vomit is a fool who repeats his folly. That is always a good one to go to whenever I speak to junior high kids. I, I love it, Blake. Thank you for being here. I loved it. As always, I'm so glad we're all on this journey reading the Bible together. Hey, we want to thank you for listening and we hope you enjoyed the episode. Did you know that you can help support Join the Journey by rating and reviewing this podcast? And if you're willing, we'd love it if you subscribe because the more you download, the easier it will be for new friends to find the podcast.